in, in college, I did stand-up once. It, it was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> I had a joke about bleached coffee beans called racist coffee. It did not go over Oh, well. wow. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that usually does not go well. Now it might be funny. Now yeah. people might be like, <laughs> that's horrible. All right, don't worry. I'll cut that out. Um, hey, everyone. <laughs> I'm here with Connor Cole. We are actually outside today. It's a beautiful day here in Knoxville, Tennessee. We're at Barley's. Uh, there's no, no paid sponsorship there, although, you know, I'm open to it. And I know you from Facebook. We just yes. met on Facebook. You're doing a, uh, let's go ahead and let you talk about the event that you've got. That's, okay. We'll be gone by the time I publish yeah. this, but, ta but talk about good. what you do. Because I assume you've done this before. Yes. So um, in Knoxville, Tennessee, in the old city, downtown, um, there's a coffee shop called Awaken Coffee. And they have a front-facing coffee shop. And at the back of it, they actually have a space where they have a church service on Sundays. But outside of that Sunday morning slot, it's open to the public to rent out. And they do weddings, concerts. Um, I think some accountability groups meet there, but I'm not sure, uh, which I think is, you know, discretion. Um, they have this space available, and I play board games. And my friends and I constantly get together and play board games, or I go to events uh, conferences and um, different soirees where people get together and play test board games. At these events, you meet people and you start to talk and you start to realize there's not an event coming up for a while and you get together. So recently, uh, I would say this year, I think it was February, some friends and I were talking about we should try to get together and have our own play test event. We couldn't decide where. So I suggested, well, if y'all are willing to travel, uh, I probably can get the back room at Awaken Coffee. What do you think? And they said, sure, how much would that cost? Well, I went to the manager of the coffee shop then. He was like, you can have it for free. I was like, okay, do I need to confirm that with anybody? He said, yes, so I did. And what ended up happening was I had myself and four other designers from the Midwest or not Midwest, from the South, 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 Mid-South, South. I'm, I'm not originally from Tennessee. I'm from Oklahoma, so I'm still learning my regions. We're in the South. We're in the South, apparently. So I organized this event. They showed up, and I realized we have so much space before I hosted the event. Why not make it open to the public where we'll have board games they can check out and play or bring their own to share and get other people to join in to play? So that's what the event is. It's an event open to the public. Uh, this now is the second time we're doing it, this June. And it's called Board Game Day. And we're gonna have five independent designers, maybe more. It's also an unpub event this time. We're also gonna have Level Up Buttercup, which is a D&D role-playing group of only girls. Hmm. They're doing a live session, but I don't think they're doing D&D. I think they're actually um, recording just playing a game that cool. they like. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be there. They were there last time. And we're also going to have another pod podcast based out of Knoxville called Two Losers in Knoxville. They're going to do doing some interviews with some playtesters, just people who wandered on the street to play games, and some of the independent designers to talk to them about what they're doing. And then other than that, it's a space for people to literally check out games, 
to play with their friends or with strangers to bring their own games to share and do the same thing. And it's just a big opportunity to meet other people in the gaming community. Yeah. The biggest thing I get out of it is I connect more people. I potentially get more play testers for my games right. that I'm designing. And I also get to know more of the community. Um, I try to invite everyone in the gaming community. There's, It's been interesting. There's been certain parts of the community who are very skeptical. Mm-hmm. But a few have started to come around, and they're going to be there. And if not that, they'll have people there who know about those other gaming communities. Mm-hmm. So if it's not bringing those groups closer together and sharing that wealth of having gamers and the opportunity to go places and play games, it also allows people to know more about each other's groups. Yeah. So um, I usually have a sign-up sheet, like this time I will again, where people can say, yes, I want to know about other gaming groups because there's like five or six gaming groups that meet weekly or more often each week in Knoxville, mm-hmm. northeast, south, and west. Okay, let's get into our five questions here. Sure. First of all, what tabletop games do you remember playing growing up? Oh my gosh. Remember? I didn't know this was going to be a memory test. Oh man. So it's interesting. Um, With my mom and dad growing up and my sister, we played stuff like Monopoly, Candyland, and Battleship. Mm -hmm. But with my grandma, we played stuff like Parcheesi. Oh, wow. And checkers and cards like gin, gin rummy. It's okay. It's just some birds having a bird fight. Something. But, yeah, uh, there were those board games, which were different. Um, So those are the ones I remember. Okay. That's it. Yeah. I'm always curious, though, you know, in case someone had some weird. I mean, we haven't gotten to high school yet. That's when stuff really changed. So. What did you play in high school? Dungeons and Dragons? Oh, yeah. Okay. Dungeons and Dragons. I gotcha. started to get into um, some strategy games. I think I attempted Risk with some friends once and Access and Allies, but no, yeah. it was abandoned. I mean, we were high schoolers. We didn't have that attention Right. Span. Yeah, exactly. So have you always have you always played games, or did something renew your interest in the past few years? Because there's kind of like a renaissance in board gaming <laughs> right now, so I'm curious if there's something recently... So, yeah, right after high school is college. I would say college is when everything exploded. I will never forget. I was sitting somewhere one day. I retract that. I was sitting in the study lounge of my dormitory, and these guys bust in. I'm the only one in there. I'm at one end of the table. It's a huge table. They start setting up this board. They're talking, chit-chatting. They're friends of mine. And one of them goes, hey, Carter, you want to join us? I was like, what are you doing? We're going to play Risk. I was like, oh, my gosh, yeah, that's a crazy, intense game. They're like, oh, you know? I was like, well, I mean, I've seen it I kind of tried to play they're like no play with us so we started to play and halfway through it they started arguing like this isn't how that country was back then World War II hmm. I'm assuming they're referring to one's a history major and one's a philosophy major <laughs> they started talking about what it should be broken up to so then they decide oh, wait put this game on hold they pull out a world map put it on the cork board of the back room start dividing their armies up and for the next week, as far as I can recall, now, it could have been a gag on me, but I'm pretty sure every night they had a ceremony where they would come in and one person moved all their stuff and the other person countered. They did that for however long, and then they stopped it, and they had this girl who would guard it the rest of the week. Like, she would lock the door, and she would, if, she, if anybody was allowed in there, she had to be in there first so then other people could go in and look. 
and it was intense and I was like oh my gosh but it lasted for like a week and I was like that's crazy now I didn't like risk because I always hated the dice rolls I was like there's no strategy in that but I also th kept thinking well this is World War II what's stopping me from having one soldier that gets past all your soldiers like a spy and just assassinates your leader and I win that way they were like, oh, that's not how that's done. So I was like, okay. Shortly after that, they pulled out another game called Munchkin, which is a card game where you are, each person is an adventurer going through a dungeon and you encounter either treasure, curses, or monsters. And every time you beat a monster, you go up a level. And the first to get to level 10 or 20, depending on the group you're playing with, you win. The thing, the caveat is other players can throw curses or monsters in your way or setbacks. So I, I thought that was really fun. And then not shortly after that, uh, with the RAs, who I hung out with way more than I should have, they had a card game called Bang. And around the same time, I started learning about Werewolf or Mafia. And I would say from there forward, is when I became very interested in board games and stuff. That all gets put on hold after graduation, living overseas, and then coming back to the US, um, I start wanting to put my ideas of board games in my head down on paper. And when I do that, I also meet my future wife. And then not shortly after we go back overseas. And before that, I take time to start design some of these concepts. And then ever since then, we go to conventions uh, since moving back to the U.S. almost every year or every few months to show off my games, get them play tested, or see what their games are and to help other designers and such. <clears throat> so what games have you played recently, like really recently, that you were really into? That's a tough one uh, because it's hard for me to look at a game and gauge what I'm really into without thinking through what's going on now. It's like a screenwriter watching a movie where you're like, oh, they're, 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 watch what's about to happen. Yeah. yeah. So recently, as in two days ago, I played this game based off Matchbox Cars, and I think it's called oh, Gas. Oh, man. That's going to kill me. I'll look it up. Look it up. I know what you're, but, um, I know what I you're talking really about. Enjoyable. That one looked really cool. It was, um, it's, a, it's a game where you use Hot Wheel Cars, and you get to drive around a board, Gaslands. And you drive around the board and they have these little pre-templated moves you can do. And you roll dice and you're like shooting each other and racing and then there's these traps and stuff. But you can customize the matchbox. Oh, That's yeah. what I liked about it. It's, it's doing a crowdfunding round. I don't know if it's over, but did you do a, like a print and play or is it already I done? I believe my friends did a print and play. Okay. This, two days is the first time I've ever yeah. seen it. I'd heard about it. This is the first time I've seen it. Now, I asked them if it was a print and play, and they said, no, it's something you buy on Amazon. And I was like, oh, yeah? And they're like, yeah, you, you download it and print it. And I was like, yeah, that's a print and play. Unless you go to a store and buy it. It's right. So um, I liked that. Um, I've also been playing another one called uh, Cosmic Realms, in which place you're an alien you're trying to get your aliens on different planets the minute you achieve so many so much of that you win but there's like people can help or work against you in that each alien has a special ability and then not long before that i would say the other game i've recently played is um one i've seen a few 
gaming conventions I've been to, and, and it's called um, Magic Coliseum. It's a it's a game you can't buy yet, but it's all based about you being a wizard who has captured a unicorn to represent your school of magic that you put in this arena, and all the wizards are trying to bet to see which unicorn is going to be around but they're also trying to destroy another school's unicorn secretly so nobody knows and they do it through spells and through triggered spell traps they have wow and i thought oh my gosh this is really fun i mean the designer really likes his concept however he's still working out some kinks um, because he keeps trying to use an a gladiator type coliseum language versus a magic um whole aspect to it and so I think one of the critiques of the game last time was like, don't don't call them traps, call them like rituals or yeah. something like that, so that we know there's still spells. And yeah, it's like yeah. you step on that and activates. He he kind of was like, uh huh. So we'll see, but it's fun because everyone really gets into it because everyone gets to roll to try to kill a unicorn. Right, everyone's right. like anticipating, like, oh my gosh, will he succeed? No, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. But you don't want to give it away because the minute someone finds out what your unicorn is then they know what to kill. Gotcha. Because then they know he's betting his money on his unicorn not getting killed. So then yeah. I know who he's going after. I can protect mine and kill his and win. Wow. That sounds really cool. So. Is there anything, and feel free to not name names here, <laughs> but there's always that one game where people are like, man, I hated that. Yeah, Jimmy Hoffa. Oh, wait, no, he's <laughs> gone. Uh, man. Games I did not like. I mean, it could be something simple like Candyland, which is an awful game. Uh, I don't want to say names, but oh man. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll mention two different games. One's a published title, one is not. I'll let the listeners discern which is which. <laughs> I played this space game once. It took three hours to set up, six hours to play, and that was just for one game. I was like, I feel like I should have a college credit now, like in something. Diplomacy, resource management, setup, negotiation. I don't know, but I just remember walking away feeling I had wasted some of my time, not all yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, I I was just like, it's not worth ten, nine or ten hours. Yeah, that's a commitment, yeah. Yeah, totally. Another game I played was goodness about being an animal racing from the east coast to the west coast and my only problem with it was if you started like up in Cape Cod you were behind everyone else according to the map (laughs) because they got to start like in like North Carolina South Carolina so they're closer in on the the landmass and so by the time you got to midsection of the map you died (laughs) Uh, because at the end of each round, there's hunters I release trying to get. Gotcha. So yeah. You could, I could never get out of my pocket area yeah. quick enough because the hunters would be there by where these other players would be able to get past a certain point and those hunters wouldn't be able to get them. So I eventually, in the middle of the game, I was like, can I just, since I've died twice, can I just restart here? And they're like, oh, yeah. And then I was able to, and I was like, yeah. this is not <laughs> the funnest game. But Especially if you're from Cape Cod, apparently. Yeah. 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 I was a raccoon. What can I say? <laughs> Rough life. So we know that one's called Cape Cod Simulator. No, I'm yeah, just kidding. Right. Uh, 
Okay, cool. And then last question is where can people find you or find your work or find more about the stuff that you do? So it's interesting. My work is little... It, that's the best word for it. It's very small right now. I'm only working on one title, getting it play tested a lot. And it's called Lords of Shadow Tree. And uh, it's through my company, Grim Fantasy Games. I'm hopefully trying to kickstart it. <coughs> I've had two publishers interested in looking at it and talking to me about it and I've demoed it for them and one was like yeah we could possibly move forward with this but it's going to be a while we would need to look at a few more things before we could ever start talking seriousness but we're interested and their timeline was a year away so I was like no so that's that game um, other than that I have a few other games I've recently started working together and they are not out yet but this weekend again which will pass by the time this hits the internet will be there and they are one is based off HP Lovecraft novels because that theme hasn't been butchered enough and another one is very adult game it it's called well I don't think I can say it here but it, it's just a zero bad word zero <laughs> and it's all about people sharing something about themselves and seeing who gives a Oh, not. okay, okay, yeah. And the way you win is when you have no cards and you stand yep. up and say, I give I have zero. zero. Yeah, okay, got it, and cool. it's just supposed to be a fun party game. That's great. Definitely drinking is encouraged to play. Mm -hmm. and to, but but the, the, the thing is to talk about stuff or mention who who gives a F about whatever, excuse that, about serious topics right. so that they know someone there really cares. And then oh, cool. it'll just ensue hilarity if someone's like, yeah. well, this is my card, I try and that means I lose and then someone will be like but you know you do care you do I know you oh give a cool yeah whatever about yeah, yeah. that and then people will be like ha ha well too late you know and, yeah yeah nice all right excellent well Connor thanks so much for thank you being on the show man appreciate it yeah I just want to say thank you to Connor for being a champ and hanging out outside taking a risk I think the audio came out pretty well actually we'll try a few more of those sort of in environmental sound areas, uh, maybe actually go to some places where people are playing games and playtesting stuff. Maybe we'll go to some conferences or, you know, those sorts of things. At any rate, thanks for listening to the Angry Dad Gamer podcast. We are working on some really cool stuff. If you get a second, go by angrydadgamer.com and check us out. We've got a YouTube channel. We've got, of course, this podcast. I'll be blogging a lot more, and we're going to have more reviews. We're also on Instagram, and we're on Twitter, all under Angry Dad Gamer. Thanks.